Just a couple of boys from WA. But if you're not, that's okay. It's the Mitchell and Michael Show. Welcome, everybody, to the podcast. Thank you for downloading. We've got Dr. D on the show today. He's going to tell you what the greatest medicine of all time is. I mean, should we all be on it? Yeah. I mean, even if you don't have it. You said we know someone that just jumps on the good stuff. Yeah, if he hears it works for him, he'll buy it. He'll lie to a doctor to get it. That's... Or never lie to your doctor. Don't lie to That's your what doctor. They, say. they can't help you. Lie. What do they say? Tell the paramedics everything and the cops nothing. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like... Good rule of thumb. Tell them both everything, but if you had to pick one, paramedics will save your life. That's all I'm saying. You yeah. can tell a police officer your medical history if you want. Yeah, but don't. No, but don't, because like, if you're like, oh, I did the drugs, they'll go, well, we'll keep you alive, but then you're in trouble, where the paramedics just go, shh, it's between me and you. <laughs> Uh, we also catch up with young Alex Hasty. Alex, don't be hasty. He's a, a very odd twenty-one-year-old uh, man. So weird. Uh, but I'm always impressed by everything he gets up to. Yep. Uh, but look, I, we will. Oh no, the, um, I definitely want to. I want people to know about this one as well. Um, you can love your pet, but there's a line. Oh, there is a line, and someone has crossed it. Oh. Someone has crossed it. Danced on the line. Oh, just. Yeah, just the worst. You got to stick around. Uh, but first, we'll kick it off with Ben Harvey. Politics, crime, sport, finance. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> it's up early with Ben Harvey. Michael Ross, oh, give me the headlines. Uh, sorry, the news is late. The cleaner came in with the vacuum. Uh, that doesn't happen on Sunrise, but here we are. Uh, City, of, <laughs> City of Bayswater is set to open a $2.5 million skate park, including an X Games level half pipe. Ooh. Weird flex because we, spe- uh, we spread. Damn it. <laughs> uh, sometimes you got to get that landing right, don't you? That's very X Games. <sighs> you just broke your spine. <laughs> oh, oh, we definitely. We definitely do. Yo, um, you want me to do it again? Yes. Okay. Here we go, mate. You ready? Yep. Uh, Limp it up. Here we go. Politics, crime, sport, finance. You've heard the news before, but not like this. <laughs> it's up early with Ben Har Harvey. Mm, Michael Ross. Uh, give me the headlines. Sorry, the news is late. The cleaner came in with the vacuum. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't happen on sunrise. <laughs> Anyway, City of Bayswater is set to open a $2.5 million skate park, including an X Games level half pipe. Weird flex because we have heaps of full pipes in our parks. We all knew what was going there. I know. Well. Like we, we just yeah. needed you to stick it. It was Jeez. like the 900. You know Tony Hawk's <laughs> Yeah, no, it. you say you're going to do it. Then yeah. you do it. Everyone's like, it's still Amazing when it good. Uh, next, Matthew Parry. Uh, Perry the Friend star. Oh, my God. Start again. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no, I will oh, press on. Geez. I will press on. Uh, Friends at star Matthew Perry has revealed in his new book that his manhood didn't work for years because of booze. Talk about friends with no benefits. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's really I bad. am trickling along. Yeah, it works now, though. Uh, and finally, CCTV has captured the terrifying moment two men armed with a gun stormed Perth brothel Langtrees on Wednesday morning. Oh. Police were relieved that even though one shot went off, no one was hurt as they were shooting blanks. <laughs> like Matthew Perry. <laughs> uh, were you startled when they came in? Was he away? Were you? Was I? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. I'm implying that you were at Langtrees. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yeah. I thought you meant because of the word. You... Anyway. We press up. <laughs> doctor, doctor, 
If you have a medical mystery or require a remedy, then you need our one and only P-Play physician, Dr D. Here he is, the one and only Dr D. Morning, Dr D. Good morning, Mitchell and Michael. How are you? We're great, Dr D. How are you? I'm all right, but thanks for asking. We have a big old tough question for you. Look, what is the best medicine? You know, they say laughter is the best medicine. I was going to say, because that would make me bloody Pablo Escobar, biggest (laughs) drug dealer in the world. Um, Okay, that's a very big question. What is the best medicine? Like, what is the most Um, useful? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think a few come to mind is like, you know, all good all-rounders. Like, you've got your good old paracetamol. It does a lot for... You know, pain in all situations in general. Um, it can also help to kind of calm the distress associated with that. You've got aspirin. It's good for pain. It can be a good blood thinner. It's good for wound healing. Um, I've got a few antidepressants that not only help make you feel better, but can also work really well for helping you sleep. Um, That's pretty good. <laughs> is, it, is it like a chart? Essentially like a chart? Like everything good it does to you, like take everything bad it does to you. Like, is there like a medicine? Like a pros and cons list. Yeah, like a, like a chemo, good for fighting cancer, but is it like basically like poison type thing? So it's kind of like, but the goods outweigh the bad, right? Yeah, yeah. Especially, yeah, that's absolutely correct. Especially for like all of my psych drugs. You know, they, they're good. They're helpful. They do come with some side effects and people need to know about them before we start on, you know, treatment journeys. Because, you know, for some people, the side effects are, Got to make things worse. Um, I have to say, though, I'm very biased, but I think that the best medicine is therapy. Hear me out. Because it comes in so many different forms. It can be used to treat a variety of symptoms. Like, it's not going to, you know, cure cancer, but it is going to help you get through the psychological distress and the turmoil associated with the cancer diagnosis, help support your family and get you through it. So, and there's so many ways of doing it. Good therapy is often hard to come by, but when you're in it and when you experience it, it provides a lot of relief with not necessarily any, you know, adverse side effects. So, yeah, yeah. I think that's the best one. And the best drug ever is self-pride and (laughs) also an apple and get outside and see some Uh, stuff. Well, no apples for me because, you know, then I can't go to work. Because <laughs> <laughs> it keeps you away. Uh, <laughs> good <laughs> I can't believe I made that joke. It's, oh, it's disgusting. That was, that was great. We're very proud of you. You've come a long way. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Dr. Um, Thanks, guys. Take care. Some good times with, uh, with my dog. You know, it's, it's sad that he's gone now. Don't worry. He's not, oh. he's not dead. No. I just had him for a week, and then he went back. Yeah, you know? and sometimes that happens. Yeah, but I'll always remember him because his leash is still in my car. So weird. It's always important to keep a memento of uh, of your pets because we love them. But I do think that there is a line, and one family has crossed it. They have crossed that line, uh, much like a dog <laughs> sneaking into the house, mm. and you go get out of here. They have turned their golden retriever. Into a rug. Oh. <laughs> I, 
worst magic carpet ever. I don't know how I feel about that. I feel very bad about that because I'd... it's still got a face. Oh, I know. And it pours. It doesn't even look that soft. It actually, in fact, looks quite rough. You're very pleased with yourself. <laughs> <laughs> I ha- like the the claws are still on. Like the nails are still on the feet. Yeah, I don't like the that. The nose at all. is it, still there. It looks like um, you know, in those stereotypical movies when you see like a fox like over a rich lady. Yeah, or like, a bearskin rug. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Like it's very obvious that ugh, I don't like. That. I don't. I don't no, like it. That's not good. I've had I've had three dogs pass in life through my childhood. You wouldn't be able to make uh, a rug. That that was tiny. They were small dogs as well. You could stitch them all to get horrible, horrible. Yeah. I don't think you should do it, but maybe someone has. One eight hundred zero double one triple six. Are you turning or have you turned your pet into a keepsake? Yeah, because there's even people like that have done like uh, paw print tattoos. You know, like yeah, that's nice. People go, you know. One of my dogs is he's in like this like piece of granite. What? Yeah, it's like his ashes. I'm pretty sure inside this like rock, and it's like that's on the mantle at mum and dad's, and it's like that's cool. That's mm-hmm. there. It's like putting grandma in an urn. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, and it's like so. There's ways that you can remember them. Is this the best way? Mm. Well, you can tell us one eight hundred zero double one triple six. Give us a call. Are you turning your pet into a rug? Mitchell and Michael and one family have. I believe cross the line. When it comes to love, you want to keep those you love close always, you know, maybe put the urn on the mantelpiece. But to take your dog and turn them into a rug is one of the most horrific things I've ever seen. Yeah, it's not good. It's like its its eyes are like so shut and it's got the nose and it's just a golden, it's just a golden retriever skin. Yeah. Blanket. Turn it from a Labrador into a Labra floor. (laughs) <laughs> I like that much better than it feels a bit rough. <laughs> we want to know on one eight hundred zero double one triple six. Are you doing this? Are you going to turn or have you turned your pet into a blanket? We got Renee from Caratha on the line. Uh, Renee, are you going to do this? It's a big fat no from me. Oh my god, no way! Have you seen the the video on socials? I have, and I thought it was really disturbing. I mean. I like the idea of keeping like a, a token of your pet, keep them around, but no one wants that much dog hair around in their house once their dog's gone. So what kind of dog do you have? I have an Australian cattle dog nice. and she's my world, but I wouldn't do that. I couldn't I couldn't deal with like looking at her body. Like, no, nah, no. Nah, so what about like, uh, what would you do? What's the furs you go? Like, are we talking like, like ashes in the house or what are we... What are we talking um, about? Yeah, like probably ashes in the house. And I've got her first collar um, that she ever had when she was a puppy. So I'd like probably get that in a resin pour. So then it's like a keepsake. But that'd be about it. Like that'd be about it. Gone but not forgotten. Yep. But they should be gone. Yeah. I don't <laughs> think, you know, then you've got like almost like a ghost of your dog following around in your house. I couldn't do that. I couldn't do it. There's a small line between sweet and creepy. And I think we found it. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Renee. Thanks. You want to make a little bit of money on the side. Oh, wouldn't mind it. Well, there's something of yours that you can sell that people want. Like, they're willing to pay you for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it's it's not your body. Okay? It's not my body. It's not your body. But what else do I have to offer? Uh, well, you can now donate 
your poop. What? Yeah, and get paid for it. Now, the payments could be as high as $280,000 a year. Wow. I've bought a stool off Marketplace before, but not like this. Not like this. Uh, They are a company known as humanmicrobes.org, and they will pay $780 for quality stool donation. Seven hundred eighty what? Seven hundred eighty dollars. Okay. Uh, like for the one sample. So you could, and they one, up to up to nearly three hundred thousand in a year. Are we talking f- like one snap, one go? Whatever you can fit in their cup, I guess. A cup. I, I assume whatever receptacle they use. So don't you ever peed into a cup? Very hard to stop. <laughs> to the top. Here's the thing, I. Don't believe I could be paid for it, but you could. That's the catch. Why? They are looking for only, like, the premium. They want the best poop out there. But why? what makes you think I have premium poop? Because you're like this. They're looking for, like, the healthiest, fittest people. They don't, they don't care about uh... just ordinary people because they want to know... The difference between like a healthy lifestyle mm. and like an average lifestyle. Oh, the difference between my poop and your poop is mine comes out with a six pack. <laughs> Twenty nine on Triple M is Mitchell and Michael just signing up Mitchell Tinley to donate his poop uh, because nice. uh, you could make some serious cash, mate. Like uh, because all jokes aside, you're in good nick, and that's what they're after at humanmicrobes.org. Uh, they're looking for like the best stomach health to measure like the actual like microbes in your stomach to see what it should be and if that can help then people whose stomachs aren't that way. I don't think I'd, I'd do it just quickly. I think I look, you know, fake it till you make it. I look like I'm in good health. Mm. Is The engine is running on. Uh, I just need a couple. What's your weight? Uh, so Are you rude. Uh, 82. 82 kegs. And uh, I've put you at, like, between 10 and 15% uh, body fat. That's is very, that, is very that right? generous, but yeah, right. Well, more like 15 to 20? No, nah, I'm 10, 15. Okay. Just, uh, cool. You've taken antibiotics more than a year ago? Ooh, no, currently I'm on them now. Oh, okay. Mm. Less than one year ago. But what's your frequency? You've only had them a few times in your life? You've had them... Ah, uh, a few times. Only yeah. a if, few times? If at all. Yeah. Uh, and then... Uh, Sport exercise proficiency, you were semi-pro. Yeah. Yeah, semi-pro. Uh, sports exercise frequency, daily. 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 Uh, your performance, <laughs> daily, but what, poor? <laughs> All right, uh, you got yeah. excellent, good, champion level. Oh, champion level. You think you're champion nah, level? No, we'll go good. We'll go, go, good. We'll good, go no, good. You can go excellent if okay, you want. we'll go excellent. Excellent. Uh, how were you born? <laughs> Through. <laughs> Caesarean. Or nah, me natural. Mum, me mum did the old-fashioned way. Wow, okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, and uh, were you breastfed for six months, a year, two years, or you're not sure? Uh, six months. That's why I know all Only this Only six months? Yeah. Okay. My mum was you like, got, that's enough. You get too bitey. And uh, finally, if you could have a look at the stool chart, uh, give us a number from Maltesers up to uh, Liquid Gold. What do you, what do you think you generally are? And we'll send this one off. Um, we're looking more three, so a Snickers bar. <laughs> <laughs> and we're sending that Snickers off to Human Microbes. And we'll see if Mitchell Tilly can earn himself 500 bucks up front for his first donation. Play a little impression game with you now. Oh, I bloody knew it. Of course. 
Oh, very. Of course, it has to be the Mighty Mighty Boss Tones. Impressions, you know, they're just a classic staple of radio, and uh, I enjoy having a go. I'm trying to get better as the, well. I'm trying uh, to get better at them. I was going to say, are they not the uh, the highest form of flattery? Is that... Yeah. Uh, impersonation mm. is, you know, it's great. And I can think of no one better to flatter than the great Michael Caine himself. Have a listen to Michael Caine's voice. Why do we fall, sir? So that we can learn to pick ourselves up. Yeah. Alfred. Yeah, man, stop. stop play the Michael Caine one. Oh, sorry, oh. I thought that was you. <laughs> oh, thanks, mate. Oh, no, I have four. I have four impressions here, and you will have to figure out which one is is me. Okay. And uh, to make it all fair, everything sounds as if it has come through as a call, yep. uh, because you can call us to play on one 800 So just to keep it fair, they all sound... Like they're part of a call. This is option one. Right, let's try that one again. Option one. She was only 16 years old. Oh. That's pretty good, isn't it? That's pretty good. That's a pretty good. So that option one, what are you yeah. feeling so far? Could it be me? I feel like it's Michael. You feel that that's Michael? Kane? Okay. It's a safe bet because you're also Michael. <laughs> oh, that... uh, no, I feel, like that's, I feel like that could be Michael Kane. Option two. For God's sake, woman. I told you, I don't want to do it. Oh, okay. Oh, that sounds like. Are they all just either Michael Caine or you? No, they are, they're a collection of impressions by different people. Oh, okay. I actually can That's reveal neither. none of them are actually Michael Caine. They are all impressions. Are, these are four impressions. So that okay. so you don't think that. Try to find your one, and you're finding mine. So you don't think I'm a oh. two. I may be a one. You think this is three? You're only supposed to blow the bloody doors off. A hundred percent. I bet my entire career that that's you. And finally, <laughs> finally, number four. It's not just your plate. It's your father's plate. And it's all that's left of him. Oh. She was old. If I, if I had to rank them, yeah. I'm going three, four, one, two. But I'm going to, once again, bet my entire career on three. Yeah, absolutely. It's yeah. absolutely three. Like, <laughs> well done. That it's like, like it's good. It's very yeah. good. I always thought that I did it well, but but I've learnt through doing this, through collecting these clips. We've got uh, in there is like uh, Rob Brydon, you know, who uh, from the trip and stuff. Like he mm. does an excellent impersonation. We've got Holy Musical Batman in there. He's great at doing it. Uh, and mine just is the worst. Yeah, it really is. Like I've got a long way to go to sound like the great man. Are you telling me a guy that's not famous for that? Is the worst one. But this, this guy here, right? For God's sake, woman, I told you, I don't want to do it. He was a caller through to BBC Radio doing an impression for Michael Caine. Yeah. On, and he's just a caller. He's, he's not... halfway there because he's all like, oh, don't look at chaps. <laughs> Greatest hits is Mitchell and Michael. And uh, joining us now is a real enigma of the workplace. He's a good friend of the show now. Alex. Alex. Here he is, Alex Hastie, the young... Mystery man himself. How are you doing, Alex? I've been good. How have you guys been? Yeah, yeah, good. We've uh, heard, I've heard some rumblings that you've upset me co-host. Well, I might have. <laughs> I'm a little bit upset with his behaviour. What, what have you done? What's happening? Well, uh, recently my, my partner and I, we've, um, we've bought a house. Congratulations. Mate, that's amazing. 21. Thank you. Jeez. Great. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... With this house, it needs a fresh coat of paint inside. So we've been straight to work painting it, literally the day we got the keys. Yep. And um, 
I was a bit worried about how am I going to avoid getting paint over all my clothes because at the moment I have no idea where my bad clothes are. <laughs> Your bad clothes. How do you pick bad clothes? Does that require a generator as well or we wear bad clothes uh, more readily? No, they're, um, they're mainly the clothes that other people have bought for me. Sorry, oh, <laughs> gift clothes straight in the bad pile. So, couldn't find the bad clothes in the new house. Time to yeah, paint. How do you not get paint on your clothes? Not your spacey jade, mate. Oh, no. Um, simple solution was that I've been stripping straight down to my underwear <laughs> and painting only in my underwear. No, <laughs> you have not. No. Yeah. <laughs> No, like you're like, a pale skinny lad. Like you're a bagger for Pablo Escobar <laughs> and he doesn't want you to steal any money or product. Down to your underwear. Um look, it's just this is like the opposite of Titanic. Does your partner go, let me paint you while you're in your underwear? <laughs> no. I wish. Or would that make more of a mess? I'm not sure. <laughs> does she does she appreciate uh, the effort that you're putting in? By like you're do, you're not only doing something very handy, a bit of DIY, but you're also putting on a bit of a show. Yeah. Well, maybe maybe she doesn't like it so much because honestly, I've been the only one there painting for most of it. So. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say I gotta ask: Has she uh, also been painting? Yeah, she she's been doing a bit, but also being busy with work. So. Okay, when imagine she, the neighbours. She's around. Is she also is she clothed when she paints? Yeah, she she keeps clothes on. What? I just <laughs> just imagine your new neighbours. Just because you're doing this after work, so it's night. The lights are on in the house. You look through the window, and a skinny pale boy is painting in the buff. <laughs> Have you? Is there a bit of you that's worried about getting paint? On your underwear? That's true. Not really. No one else is going to see that, so... Well, apparently the whole street will. (laughs) (laughs) If you need a hand... (laughs) Do not come anywhere near me. Thanks, guys. The drama continues with my neighbour. Now, I live in an apartment block, so my neighbour is actually... Three buildings above three. Uh... Oh, they're not even your direct neighbour. No, no, no. There's a middle middle ground, and uh, but for some reason she thinks we're mates. I think it's because um, she is that lady that is like, I'm rich and I'm only staying here for a little bit of time while I build my other oh, house. This woman, and she's all I'm like, the lad, yeah. Where the first the first thing she said to me was like. Are you renting or owning? And I was like, owning. Uh, she's like, oh. Uh, she's like, oh, the peasants. <laughs> she's like, you must be building your beach house. And I was like, ah, yes. Um, and she drives an Audi. Oh, and she you drive a Chrysler. Yeah, but I don't know. I bought it off my granddad because he lost his license, and I got it at a fire sale price, uh, and it's very Maybe old. Maybe she got it off her husband in the divorce. Oh, this is the <laughs> thing. Uh, and look, so there's been a bit of a drama there, uh, just in general. I don't really like her, but I think she likes me. Um, it's strictly neighbour sense. Um, you know what she came down to, to my apartment the other day? Uh, you know what she asked for? Cup of sugar. Bloody, you're not far off. A uh, cup of milk. A cup of milk. A cup of milk. Yours does. Uh, does. A cup of milk. And I'm the bar. That's just um, an excuse. That's just an excuse to come and see you. Well, it gets weirder because she then takes said milk and goes upstairs and because she says that she is making uh, milkshakes. Yeah. What? <laughs> She's making milkshakes and she needed another cup of milk because she ran a little short. And she said, do you want a milkshake? And I said, bloody oath I do. And a bit of me, <laughs> Did you? A bit of me was thinking, 
was that like a euphemism? You know, was she yeah. like, do you want the milkshake? Uh, please don't shake, <laughs> shake that at me. You shake my bullies. <laughs> uh, but no. So did you go up for the milkshake or no. did she bring the milkshake back? I made her bring it back because I'm not, I've watched that Jeffrey Dahmer movie and I'm not, I'm not falling for that. <laughs> uh, so I made her come back down. Yeah. And it was a nice milkshake. And did you sit there and have milkshake together? No, she gave it to me and then left and then went back up. Oh. This is this that doesn't make so any strange. sense, does it? Because you think she would come down with two, then and we'll have a chat, and you'd have milkshakes. Yeah, yeah. She's like a, she's like forty four. Which yeah. like, hey, Phew. does she have kids? Like were, were the kids? Yeah, but they're milkshakes? old. They're older. They're not around. So she was just having her own milkshake. Got yeah. you a milkshake, and yeah. it was like here's a milkshake. Thanks for the milk. See yeah. you later. And then we laughed at the peasants that rent. <laughs> <laughs> now uh, I can't get over the fact that your neighbour from from a uh, couple stories up. Brought you a milkshake. No, no, no. I gave her milk. And to make she milkshake. gave me a milkshake, yeah. Uh, and it, it reminded me of sort of, you know, taking things to your neighbours. We don't really do it anymore. It seems to be a thing from old shows where it'd be yeah. like, I brought you a tuna casserole. Yeah. And you're like, it doesn't really happen anymore. But I, I was reminded that my dad would like to give things to our neighbours. What? But obviously to avoid the awkwardness of the woman coming over for milk and then bring you back the milkshake, he would send me. What? He would send me to my neighbours with things like lemons, mandarines, sometimes oh. fish. Sorry, I thought you you were the gift because you're like good at parties for like fun facts. <laughs> no, not in those uh, days. Do another one. In those days, I was just a child who seemed to be a good delivery system. I would, yeah, we would just take produce to our neighbours. I don't remember them ever really bringing much well, back. I was going to say, they had to send you. They couldn't send your little sister. She'd get distracted. She'd be like, oh, an AFL player. if you enjoyed the mitchell and michael podcast remember to subscribe leave a review and share with your mates